Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. And this time around, welcoming back Mark Ostash, digital wellness author and human connection expert who works with Fortune 500 companies and entrepreneurial startups. Aptly works for a company called Mark Ostash, and that's out of Beverly Hills, Michigan. Mark, welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. Hey, Jeff. It's great to be back. I always enjoy our time together. Tremendous. And this time around, we're going to narrow in on wondering whether can offering grace reduce overwhelmed employees and stop the workplace revolving door that seems to be there. And so I'll start it off and I'll say that a saying with deep roots in yoga and the faith community is becoming part of today's hybrid work strategy. Can you enlighten the Michigan business community about that? I'd love to. Yeah, I think that grace is one of those words that doesn't necessarily find its way into the workplace until recently. And between the overwhelmed kind of hybrid workforce and then nearly a record number of 45 million employees calling it quits in March, managers and leaders are offering grace as an approach to kind of shift their management strategy. So Jeff, let me just define grace for the listeners. Yeah, Um, The way I like to think of it is grace is about offering people kind of what they need when they need it without worried about if they're going to have, take advantage of the grace in which you offer them. So for example, if you have a new hire that just got onboarded, and they're asking for a week off, you know, within the first month of them working there, kind of the natural reaction would be to say, ah, you know, you kind of got to pay your due, so to speak. But Grace is basically saying, hey, listen, you know what? Yes, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to offer you and extend that grace and trust right out of the gates because I'm going to reduce the fear and the flexibility that employees are expecting as they enter new workforces and hybrid work teams. So I really think grace is a new skill that leaders and managers need to start learning and adopting and just watching its impact on retention and attraction. And that evolves out of not only COVID, but the disruptions to both our personal and work lives over these past two and a half years. Yes, that's true. And you know, for the listeners that are tuning in saying, I don't have time for grace, or I don't think that grace should be a part of the employee benefit package, so to speak. Let me just give some healthy pushback. Another kind of version of grace is empathy. And empathy, if you think about it, is really just a sharing in with somebody kind of on the spectrum of empathy, which kind of covers both joyous occasions like a new birth or a vacation or a promotion, and also kind of some of the loss that occurs through life with a loved one or a job or, you know, a health issue. So empathy, which looks kind of like the cousin of grace, has an impact financially and measurably on the workplace. So let me just share a few stats that really demonstrate when you have an empathetic culture, it actually yields, you know, better retention. So, and this work comes from both Brene Brown's research and then some larger research from Business Review from 2019 that basically says if your culture is one that fosters empathy, you have 80% more likelihood of your employees staying within your organization. If you have an empathetic culture, people upwards of 60%. So six out of 10 people say, hey, I'm willing to make trade-offs on pay if it means that I work for a more empathetic employer. And then lastly, nearly 80% of those that work in an environment that practices empathy and grace, they're saying, hey, I'm just going to work harder. I'm willing to work harder and longer. So the data 
doesn't lie. And the soft skills that I'm trying to encourage do yield dividends on the bottom line of your organization. Well, circling back to pay, it seems like for businesses over the decades, there's been a thought out there that money's been a top driver for employees. Does that mindset still hold in today's climate? Yeah, I think the new currency is time freedom. And time freedom looks like flexible work hours, kind of an at-will remote workplace. So, hey, here's a remote work schedule or a hybrid schedule. Come as you are. And, you know, not trying to lock into kind of the fixed rhythms of you must be here every Monday because that's when we're going to be together. You know, that's great to create in-person camaraderie and that culture needs to exist with some level of in-person gathering, whether that be semi-annual events or some sort of fixed schedule. But the more you can flex and the more you can offer the interpretation of that flexibility with your employees, the more grace you will show them and the more they're going to feel like you really understand their needs. It seems like for the best results, managers and leaders often have to be the models of these skill sets. And does that apply in this case? Yes. The most significant characteristic of a leader that leads well is that they can model the way they can practice what they preach. So here's a few examples of what grace could look like as a leader, as you model what that means. One of it could be listening without reacting which is really hard to do, especially when you might not necessarily agree with what's being spoken. So just listen with curiosity. Be transparent. If somebody asks you, hey, does our return to work schedule, you know, is it going to change? You can say, I have no clue. It's changed three times already and it could change again. So being transparent, people love that candor. Mentoring new hires, encouraging self-care by practicing it yourself, and then asking those clarifying questions when you feel like there's unclear agreements that are being made so that way you don't have to have any sort of expectations or assumptions by the lack of communication. Just simply asking those clarifying questions will help reduce some of the guilt that happens when we're unclear on who's doing what by when. So these are all ways that as a leader, you can model grace or as anybody within the workplace to your peers, clients, prospects, et cetera. Tremendous. And you went through those quite efficiently. We're going to actually copy those examples of grace in with the blog post that will accompany this podcast for those visual learners out there. So once again, Mark, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thanks so much, Jeff, and looking forward to seeing you and Chris soon. Tremendous. Once again, Mark Ostash is a digital wellness author and human connection expert who works with Fortune 500 companies and entrepreneurial startups. He's with the company, Mark Ostash, and based out of Beverly Hills, Michigan. And this time around, we've been, well, reviewing, can offering grace reduce overwhelmed employees and stop the workplace revolving door? We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Network.